you know, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. But what does that mean? Let's talk about it. Have you ever had somebody paint a picture for you by their words? I mean, they are so articulate. They're accurate. You can see it. And pretty soon as they're describing it, they say, can you see it? And they're saying, yeah, I can see it. Did you really see it? Of course not. But you did see it in your eye of your heart. <laughs> Jesus talked about the hidden man of the heart. There's something on the inside of you called a spirit, and your spirit can pick up things that your head can't grasp, your ears can't hear, your eyes can't see, but something on the inside of you tells you this is real. So what is this? It's the Holy Spirit communicating with your spirit. You know, if you're a son or daughter of God, he can make that known to you. If you're wondering, hey, am I saved? Am I born again? Well, he can make sure that you know that. And he'll paint a picture for you to make sure that you know that. Do you know he'll paint a picture for you on the inside of you to tell you how much he loves you? If you ever want a hug from God, you can close your eyes and imagine. And there's scripture that you can use to draw closer to God. He talks about meditating in his word night and day so that you can what? Observe so that you can see. Don't let the law depart from your eyes. Meditate on it night and day so that you can observe to do. God wanted his children so blessed that he said, look, if you'll just believe my words, my words will paint a picture for you that is not what the world can paint for you. It's a whole nother level. It's something that you cannot necessarily see with your physical when Jesus was riding with the disciples, when I say riding, I mean, he's walking around. He goes into this town, and just before he does, and he's hungry, and he goes to the fig tree, and he sees it because, hey, look, it's fig season. should have figs on it. And he gets over there, and there's what? One, two, none. No figs. And he said, you're cursed. No man eat from you from this day forward. And the disciples didn't really think too much about it, but that's strange. He's talking to a tree. Jesus must have had a little bit too much heat today. But when they came back, they noticed that the fig tree was withered from the roots. There was nobody eating from this fig tree ever again, just as Jesus said. Why? Because he painted a picture for that fig tree to follow. Folks, if he tells you, He's going to get you. <laughs> Think about how that would look. But if he says, I'm going to bless you, do you really believe him? Well, I'd like to believe him. Well, that just means that you don't have enough word on what he said. In other words, you got to go back and you got to start looking and studying and uh, seeing exactly what he meant when he says he's going to bless you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men will give under your bosom. That's one blessing. Cool, let's meditate on that for a little bit. But then there's other blessings. You know, when Jesus would uh, walk around in his ministry, he would often ask people, what would you have me do for you? He wanted to find out what was in their heart. If you saw him, 
as just another ordinary guy. He just became another ordinary guy, and he passed you by on the street. I'm convinced of it. But if you saw him as a savior, then what would you ask for? If you saw him as a healer or a deliverer, what would you be asking him for? So that's the point. Whatever you judge God to be at this moment of your life, this is probably who's showing up. However, if you want to change this thought, all you have to do is find out what his thoughts are. He said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. As a matter of fact, I have plans to prosper you, plans that no man could understand, though it be told to him. Because he has the ability to take what is seemingly nothing and making something great out of it. Do you want to be great? Do you want to be something in the kingdom of God? Do you know there's five crowns up for grabs? I don't have time to get into all of them, but there's five crowns that you need to look for because you don't earn those crowns when you get to heaven. You actually get rewarded when you get to heaven based on the things that you have done here. Wouldn't that be nice to meditate on that for a little bit? The award ceremony where God prances you before all of his creation and he gets to tell your story. (laughs) How awesome would that be? Surrounded by loved ones who care about you, fellowship with you for eternity, glad to see you. That is going to be some kind of celebration. I can't wait to hear your story about how you believe God, even though it didn't look like anything around you should cause you to believe God. But for some reason, you just believed his word and you came out of that sickness and you came out of that financial debt and you came out of not being saved all because you decided to choose God's word over man's. You let God's Word paint pictures for you. Do you remember when Jesus was talking to the disciples, and he said, if you look on a woman to lust after her, you've already really committed adultery in your heart. You just didn't have the opportunity, but as far as you're concerned, it was a done deal. Well, sometimes you look in life and you think, if I could get away with it, I'd probably kill that guy. Oh, no, not you? Are you more holy than me? Well, you might be. But the reality is temptations come to us all. We're all tempted with certain things. The devil will try to paint pictures for you. He'll try to tell you, hey, you're no good. And he starts to tell 10 people to tell you that. And then pretty soon you start having that mental image that, hey, yeah, maybe I'm not any good. And, you know, why bother? Hey, you're suicidal. Oh, I never felt suicidal before, but I guess I am since I had that thought. Or uh, maybe you're catching a cold. Well, I didn't feel sick, but I, I, I guess because mom said I'm catching a cold, maybe I am. People and demonic influencers try to paint pictures that are anti-God's word all the time. And, I, and, and maybe not for... Uh, malicious reasons, but just because they it's a habit. The devil's got us such in a routine of a fallen state that sickness is the norm instead of health being the norm, and sickness is an attack that's so foreign to us that we stand against it. 
or uh, financial burdens are such a norm that we don't know how to stand against it. No, folks, we need to have our minds renewed. If there's any imagination, any thoughts that are against God's word, we're supposed to cast those imaginations down to take it captive, to absolutely destroy it in the face of what we know to be true. So let me ask you, how are you in reference to your beliefs right now? Because you're living what you actually believe. And if you don't want the results that you're having now, the reality is all you have to do is start changing what you hear. Let those words paint a different picture in your mind. Paint a picture of your success and your health and your healing. See yourself leading people to Christ. See yourself with those five crowns. See yourself in a different place than you are right now. And that's the first step. Because it's not what goes into a person that defiles a person. It's really what comes out of that person. Whatever you're speaking, whatever you're talking about all the time, this is what's defiling you or blessing you. So, yes, sickness comes to us all or tries to, but instead of acknowledging sickness and the devil's power, so to speak, why don't you just start acknowledging God's power? You know, God, I appreciate you made this body to heal itself and to be well and to recover. I thank you for healing. I thank you for salvation. I thank you that you're in the middle of my case, so much so that you called yourself the great physician. So I call upon the great physician, and I'm telling my body to line up with his word. And his word says, by his stripes, those horrible stripes that he had to take on the cross, he did that for me so that I didn't have to be sick. So you look at yourself, you put on your big boy pants, you look at yourself in the mirror right in the eyeballs, and you tell yourself, by his stripes, body, I am well. You have no right to stay sick. You fight this in the name of Jesus. And guess what? Pretty soon, it's not a name it and claim it, so to speak. It is a reality. You're saying, God, your word is more important and more reverenced than any other voice that I hear. Your word means more to me than any other voice. More than mama's, more than the doctor's, more than even the destruction of my own voice. I choose to believe you. So tell me, what are you meditating on? What are you thinking about? It makes all the difference in the world. My name is Michael Myers, and you've been listening to Let's Talk.